Hey guys, today we're going to be talking about how to make the unfamiliar familiar in your life and how it can affect you. Something I've been looking for for a while and I wanted to share. Okay, everybody, in today's episode, I'm going to be talking about how do you make the unfamiliar familiar and kind of talk about how easy it is but how hard it is at the exact same time. So what I've been kind of doing some research on and watching videos and learning, and I, I guess what I like to do on this podcast is, is go out and research the world and then drop it into a 10-minute podcast that relates to dyslexics and how I've experienced it from my own personal point of view. Because I think there's, you know, I don't know about you, but there's a lot of a lot of stuff out there that isn't personally related. There's a lot of, here's how you do it, here's how you solve the problem, and to a point, sometimes that's exactly what you want. But a lot of the time, you know it's never that quite that easy. If it was that easy, we would change everything in our lives, and we'd all be billionaire models lying on boats with a, with a happy family at our side, but also getting everything else we've always wanted. Uh, but that doesn't seem to happen very quickly or at all. So <laughs> I've I've been out there doing some research for myself because one of the things, you know, I, I've really looked at recently and at certain times in my life I've been very effective at and other times I've been absolutely dog shit is the term I want to use at has been uh, actually installing positive changes in my life. Either I get overwhelmed or it gets too much, or my thinking brain questions everything about it, I then go back to the baseline that I've set for myself, the person I am at this exact moment, and nothing changes. But in certain times in my life, there have been massive changes. And a couple that I like, a couple that have really worked for me over the years in different points of my life, one was changing from real milky coffee to black coffee. So if you've ever been, if you are a milk coffee drinker, the thought of drinking black coffee instead of milky sugary coffee uh, is to a lot of people is like real intense. Um, I know it was to me. I was a mocha drinker. So you added some hot chocolate in there as well. So hot chocolate, sugar, milk, and then this touch of coffee. <laughs> that was pretty much what I was drinking. I was drinking a chocolate milkshake coffee flavored. And someone said to me and actually gave me their experience about how they moved to black coffee and they said after after about a month they, they can't look back at they'd gone through all this and i was at a point of change in my life and i said yeah I, I can definitely see the rational benefits of changing it makes sense so rationally it makes sense but i know in my life rational isn't always where i go you know you then have to navigate feelings and everything else but in this case, for whatever reason, and I wish I actually knew why, I said, okay, I'm going to give this a go. And I started drinking black coffee. And I started forcing myself through it just little bit by little bit. And what I was, you know, in hindsight, what I was realizing I was doing is actually making the unfamiliar familiar. Um, and from, t from now, like from the last probably eight, nine years, I only drink black coffee. Give me a milky coffee, oh, even if I have to drink it because there's nothing else there, uh, or I've made a mistake in what I've asked for, which does happen. I just don't like it. I think it tastes horrible, absolutely horrible. And what I'm trying to get across with this story is 
how often we think we're a fixed unit as a human being. We know there's change happening, but we don't really recognize it all the time. <clears throat> but as a human being, the person you are in this exact moment is what I would call your baseline. Imagine a giant line across the bottom of your mind. That is who you are today. Now that baseline will be somewhere different tomorrow, even if it's ever so slightly. Because humans are always changing in one way or another. We do not stay fixed. They've proven this with neuroscience, the, the concept around neuroplasticity. And what that is, is your brain can change. It's not fixed. It's not a fixed thing. You were born with a brain exactly like this. Uh, it can never, ever change. And they've proven this with both medication, meditation. <laughs> yeah, that rhymes kind of. Um, you know, they've kind of proven that, that it can mold and adjust over time. And so that's, that's valuable. You know, you can adjust. And that's what I did with black coffee. And I was listening to a video yesterday and it kind of explained why it worked. And this, this person said it just explained it as it was. She said it's really, really simple. You know, you have to get to a point where you want to change or make that decision. And then all you have, all you're doing is trying to make the unfamiliar familiar. And I really like that word personally. I'm not sure what everyone else thinks of it, but it, it kind of settled with me and it said, you know, it really is that it is that simple. And it's, you sometimes feel like your mind is looking for a harder or a more complex way. It can't be that easy. No, it cannot be that easy, but it is like the second story I'll share is, is, um, when I went through a health push, so at certain points of time, I go through these weird health, health, um, pushes and I do research and I learn and I try things out and 99% of things don't stick because I kind of get excited without thinking about if I really want it. And then I kind of, for whatever reason, old patterns come back and I haven't really actually committed enough to it or I've made the goal too big. So going from non-vegetarian to vegetarian is very hard. Like psychologically, I actually think vegetarians, it's a better way of living personally. That's just my personal opinion, but I can't do it. I had a big burger last night. It was delicious. Um, but I, I couldn't move like I went for two weeks and I lasted as a vegetarian and like I lived it I talked about it and and then I fell backwards pretty darn quickly and so that was a massive massive thing so like now in my experience I'm more familiar with being a vegetarian I'll have more vegetarian based meals but not all the time so some of that experience has stuck with me but it hasn't changed my baseline fully it did not adjust the whole baseline and the difference between those two things is, is the coffee was a lot more, um, was a smaller step of building on my experience, whereas vegetarianism was so much broader. And I think as a dyslexic, it actually confused me because there were so many pathways. It felt like I was, I was set to fail. There were too many options that could go wrong. You know, where, where are they hiding meat these days? Probably everywhere. What's the point? You know, you start to over question over un unrationalize and you know, within a couple of weeks, you kind of give in to yourself. Well, that's what I found. So that was really interesting. Um, and then the third example was another health thing that I did. And that was, I'd done a lot of research when I was younger. So I had some knowledge around fasting and my dad had done it so I had some close by experience and he enjoyed it and he'd done research and having a family member actually say even if you don't think you'd value their judgments you really you might for certain people like my dad I for some reason I really value his his suggestions 
And so for my dad, I, I kind of listened um, to what he was doing. I'd done my own research in the past. Um, and I, I thought I'd do some trial and error. So I trialed fasting for whole days at a time. And that kind of worked, but it, it was like the vegetarianism. It was kind of, it was very hard to maintain. Very, very hard to maintain. Because there, I'll tell you, it doesn't matter what you do. Um, unless you've got a remarkable motivation behind it it's very hard to do consistently or I found I can only speak from my point of view but I found it very hard but what I did find easy is deciding that hey I'm going to fast till midday every day and I'm going to do my best not to eat past eight o'clock at night that that I'm not as accurate at but what I do now is I do not eat until midday I fast the morning I drink black coffee and water that's it and if I have to eat breakfast in the morning, unless I'm a little hungover, if I have drunken, um, and even then, I just don't enjoy it. I've, I feel yucky after. I don't enjoy it. My body doesn't like it. It's used to eating at midday to one o'clock each day. Uh, it's not used to the morning. And so what I've done over time is what I've been, what I did with that is, you know, I pushed through that simple thing that I could handle and I made it familiar so I'm more, I'm more familiar with not eating until midday than I am with eating it till midday. And this isn't, and just remember this conversation that I'm having with you is not about if you believe, uh, like if you believe black coffee is the way forward or if you believe um, fasting until midday makes any difference. That's not the question. It's not what I, I don't have any right to tell you what you should do with your life or what you want to do with your life or what you want to change. But what I, I guess what I've learned from these experiences and what I'm slowly trying, and it does take time, it's not an overnight thing, is what I'm trying to do is work out how do I better install things in my mind. You know, a friend of mine, you know, for, for the last 15 years, he goes to the gym five, six, seven times a week. Even if it's just a run on the treadmill, it's like it's close enough to an addiction. You know, he's built up a familiarity with it. Uh, and, and an experience with it and a feeling that comes with doing it that he's like his mind just goes to it it's so used to it it's so familiar with it it's just not even a decision he just goes and you know that is what I want to start to cultivate in my life more because you can sit in your mind as a dyslexic and, and think about it things for so long and do nothing but to bring it from your mind into the real world is where we struggle and I guess what I wanted to share with this is, is give you an idea of how this works. All we are doing is making the unfamiliar familiar. And, and when, you, when you're doing something, even if you think you don't like it at the start, all you have to say to yourself is, I'm just making this familiar. That's why I'm doing it. Why are you doing it? It's not because I love it or dislike it or anything in between. I'm just making it familiar. And when, once 10 days, 20 days, 30 days goes past, your mind will start asking you the question, subconsciously rather than consciously and and if you want to actually give this a try if you haven't done this before I'm sure you may have heard some of this and you may think I know this I've heard this before but the question I want to raise to you is have you ever done it have you ever actually done it because you don't know something until you've done it and like the benefit I have is I have experience with this working so I know this works I sometimes question why I haven't done it more often um, but you know I know this works and I'm going to do it more because I want to experience it and and I guess the lessons I've learned from the black coffee experience and the vegetarian experiences is start small. You don't have to change everything week one. You know, I'm going to be a gym bunny week one. I'm going to go to the gym 
every day this year you know how many new year's resolutions fail because of that you know they 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 start so hard so strong and then they just fall over because it's too much of a shift you know your mind and body actually wants to go back to the familiar it's it's always wanting to go back to the familiar so if you try and overload it um it's gonna it's gonna overload (laughs) is what happens and then it goes okay reaching for familiar what's familiar back to that pizza and that beer or whatever it is that you're trying to change so start with something small like the black coffee was just one for me what could you change what's one thing maybe it's the way you snack at five o'clock maybe it's not even around food Maybe it's like I'm, I'm at the moment. One of my big ones is I'm trying to do this thing called the seven minute workout. So I want to do that four days a week minimum. And I want to get addicted to it. So as I say, when I'm doing, I'm saying I'm making this familiar while I'm doing the work. And I'm saying, I love this workout. This workout makes me feel great. And I know that sounds ridiculous, but I'm lying to myself to at the moment to tell myself that. Because I know if I do it long enough and keep saying that and keep feeling that and after the workout I I sit with that feeling because there is a good feeling after a workout I sit with that feeling and really go wow that was because of the workout that was because of what I just did that feeling of energy came from the workout what's going to happen is I'm trying to hardwire this change in my brain to to do this on autopilot and it's challenging some days I don't want to do it sometimes I want to sit in bed and cuddle up Uh, especially how cold it is at the moment you know I just don't want to get up but I have to go I want to make this familiar I have to make this familiar it's my choice to make this familiar Um, so yeah that's what I wanted to share today guys I think it's really powerful Um, but the only way it's going to be powerful for you is if you pick something to do this with and I don't care how small it is or insignificant you think it is you need to have an experience of doing this you know it could be taking Maybe you, you, you're terrible at taking the trash out. What can you do to make that a, a fixed thing or potentially something more interesting than the trash? Because <laughs> it's a pretty terrible, terrible example. But uh, maybe it's going for a walk at lunch, like maybe getting familiar with walking to the bus stop instead of driving your car into work. You know, um, whatever it is for you, you know, maybe it's buying flowers for your partner once a week. That's you want to make that familiar. Every Friday, you're going to buy flowers for your partner, or you're going to do something that you want to embed in who you are and change your baseline. Because that first experience, and if you can really apply it and see it, it's going to change your life. Hopefully, that's been valuable, guys. Enjoy and have an epic rest of your week.